Thank you for joining us for our sixth and final podcast in our ASC Topic 842 leases series. I hope you were able to listen in on the first five podcasts discussing what is a lease and determining if a contract contains a lease, general lease concepts in the guidance, lessee accounting, lessor accounting, and presentation and disclosure requirements. If not, I encourage you to do so. My name is Dawn Patterson, and I am a CPA and Audit Senior Manager in both the commercial and not-for-profit groups here at Barry Dunn. Today, we will be discussing the transition requirements for adopting ASC Topic 842. Unless the additional and optional transition method provided by FASB ASU number 2018-11 is elected, which will be discussed shortly, Lessees and lessors are required to recognize and measure leases at the beginning of the earliest period presented in their financial statements using a modified retrospective approach. FASB's rationale for its conclusion for this transition method is as follows. The board decided to mandate the modified retrospective transition method in ASC Topic 842 with the option to elect a package of practical expedients rather than a more onerous transition approach for example, a full retrospective approach to reduce the cost of transition for preparers while still reflecting the primary improvement of the lessee accounting guidance at each reporting date presented in the entity's comparative financial statements. In addition, FASB noted the following about the consideration for a prospective transition method. During the course of the leases project, some stakeholders suggested that the board should adopt a prospective transition method that is, applying ASC Topic 842 only to leases that begin on or after the effective date. Although the approach would have been the least costly for preparers of financial statements to apply, the board rejected this transition approach because information provided would not have been beneficial to users of financial statements, particularly for entities that enter into long-term operating leases. For example, a lessee with a 10-year lease, a 20-year lease, or even longer term leases might not reflect a significant portion of its lease assets and lease liabilities in a statement of financial position until decades after the effective date of ASC Topic 842. With the modified retrospective approach, entities will run off those leases existing at the beginning of the earliest comparative period presented. Although FASB acknowledges that the result of applying the modified retrospective transition approach will not be the same as applying a full retrospective approach, the board noted that the results will be similar enough that the benefits of a more precise transition would not justify the costs. The additional and optional transition method in FASB ASU number 2018-11 provides for retrospective application at the beginning of the period of adoption through a cumulative effect adjustment. Under this transition method, the application date should be the beginning of the reporting period in which the entity first applies the guidance. The overall guidance under the modified retrospective approach with respect to previous operating leases is that a lessee should recognize a lease liability and right of use asset at the later of the beginning of the earliest period presented in the financial statements and the commencement date of the lease. The timing of these measurements will vary based on which of the two transition methods is selected but not the approach to measurement. In practice, both FASB AC Topic A42 transition methods are often referred to as the modified retrospective approach, and then it is specified as to whether it is applied at the beginning of the earliest comparative period presented 
or as of the adoption date. Additionally, some entities may refer to the modified retrospective approach applied at the beginning of the earliest comparative period presented as the comparative method. Some entities may refer to the additional and optional transition method as the modified retrospective approach along with the following additional designations. Effective date method, comparatives under the FASB AC840 option, transition method provided by ASU number 2018-11, and the alternative modified retrospective transition method. FASB included two practical expedients as part of the transition requirements noted previously. The important point to note is that for the first practical expedient we will discuss, an entity is required to elect it as a package and apply consistently to all of its leases. The second practical expedient may be elected separately, but must be applied to all leases as well. The first practical expedient, the package of three practical expedients, notes that an entity need not reassess each of the following. One, whether any expired or existing contracts are or contain leases. Two, the lease classification for any expired or existing leases. Or three, initial direct costs for any existing leases. The second practical expedient notes that an entity may use hindsight in determining the lease term and in assessing impairment of an entity's right of use assets. Issued in January 2018, FASB ASU number 2018-01 leases land easement practical expedient for transition to topic 842, amended FASB ASC 842 to permit an entity to also elect a practical expedient to not assess whether existing or expired land easements that were not previously accounted for as leases under FASB ASC 840 are or contain a lease under the new standard. Once FASB ASC 842 is adopted, it should be applied to easements entered into thereafter if applicable. That concludes our discussion on transition requirements in the new lease standard. Thank you for joining us today. This concludes our podcast series on the new lease guidance. Feel free to reach out with any additional questions.